0: Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, a show about weirdos, with your hosts, John Fagy, Aaron Peter, and Matt Brousseau. Hello, folks,
1: welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity. It's a show about weirdos, doggone it. My name is John Fahey. Joining me as ever, an absolutely gorgeous specimen, inhumanly good looking, attractive God, Aaron Joseph Peter. Tis I. Aaron Joseph I have come so that you may. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> not rejoice in the not of the Lord. Yes, that's me. Hi, John. Hi.
1: How are you? I'm great. We had so much fun yesterday, oh, with didn't we? This gorgeous man next to you, over to your right, my left, Mr. Matt Brousseau, good-looking uh, son of a hi, bitch.
0: thank you. Wonderful. I
2: don't always. think anybody had more fun at that party
1: than we did, dude. We fucking tore that shit up. <sighs> great time, man. Really good. I love it. I love tearing shit. Talking about the pee, talking about the poo, talking about the cum. Big clits, herpes. Huge huge clits and herpes and fucking... Oh, oh, what do you want?
2: What uh, what more do you want? Uh, That's my secret. I'm always roofied.
1: Yeah, very funny. Very good times. Had to be there. You had to be. You had to be there.
2: Unfortunately, most of you weren't, so... (laughs) Yeah, Uh,
1: but yeah, one day we'll do a live show and we can all hang out. That's exactly right. That'd be be nice. Um, So I I had this thing today I want to tell you guys about. I follow uh, Charlotte Cross. Oh, very yes, nice. Nice. The Ad- punk, punk. adult film star. Mm-hmm. Nasty. Uh, she is so fun and mm-hmm. funny mm-hmm. on Instagram, and her story expired, so I can't play it for you guys. But she's updating. <laughs> she's updating her Instagram, like in bed, like you know, <laughs> just doing like. You know, point, camera pointed at her stuff. She's going, she's like, I just got fucked at this party. In the middle of this party, I got fucked. Jamie, get me a towel. There's cum coming out of me. <laughs> <laughs> the More laughter. The end. That was the whole story. I was like, holy fucking you shit, know what? dude. I, lo- I
2: love someone with a good attitude.
1: Yeah. 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 She's, she's, uh, she's really, really funny. I love that. Uh, Shout out to what's uh, what, what's her Instagram? It's the Charlotte Cross.
2: The Charlotte Cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell her the Profile Boys sent you.
1: Yeah. And it's a private account.
2: Yeah. You, you, gotta, gotta,
1: ask. you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta ask nice. Yep. Just be
2: nice. Just be nice.
1: <laughs> That's not so hard. Speaking
2: of uh, liquids coming out of you.
1: Mm. <laughs> and in. Then...
2: Shout out to the Miller Lite Limited Edition. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's Miller time, 4th of July.
1: Yeah. Limited Edition uh, can bottle. Can bottle. Yeah.
2: <sighs> That's a pint here. It's 60 ounces of Pure American Piss Lodger. Mm. Piss Pilsner, sorry. Oh.
1: Absolutely, it's a fine Pilsner. Mm. Um, please, uh, like we said last week, get into the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of you guys listen to us. Uh, watch us, too. Find out uh, what these psychos that we're talking about look like.
2: Yeah, we, uh, uh-huh. we, we're we posting clips of the show on mm-hmm. the Instagram now, like a little chop yeah. down. Yeah. Shout up. out to Laura
1: Crawford doing our, mm-hmm. our video over on YouTube.
2: And um, and then you'll you know there's there's a whole little interactive community on
1: there making little that's very fun and jokes, two so. very sweet Instagram posts people in, oh. in the piss t-shirts mm-hmm. get your piss t-shirts from us mm-hmm. twenty five dollars is paid domestic thirty five international that's exactly right also
0: uh, we're on Twitter now we're on Twitter thanks, thanks to it. Matt mm-hmm. yeah we're doing it we're gonna what get a, what in the, the, the twi- Twitter sphere at PP podcast yep. at PP podcast yep. I
1: think we should exclusively tweet at OJ Simpson how is, how is, probably how is that not locked down yet.
0: You know, John, we're filling
1: a void. Yeah, yeah, and just emptying it too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, Voiding that's the how bodies. you make a void. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah, and please uh, subscribe to the Patreon. We're doing uh, Aaron explains it all, chopped up jukebox. Uh, I thought this was funny. Mm-hmm. Matt is doing a. Uh, you're doing a profile. I'm doing a profile. It's coming out before this episode. Of yeah, of course,
0: we've got uh, connections.
1: Connections. Connections. Yeah. There's a uh, there's a whole world down there. We do an extra show per week for people that give us a Madness. little bit of money. Thank you for anybody that subscribes and listens. Uh, we, uh, we have Aaron doing, a pro- maybe the first of two? Yeah, this is
2: definitely, it's gonna
1: be a 2 pata.
0: Okay, but Matt, you got a little nugget first? Oh, I got something great for you guys. In honor of uh, Fourth mm. of July, Ooh. this is from, uh, 7-3-1939, Jack Cuddy, sports writer for the UPI. What's the UPI? Uh, Universal Press Syndicate? I mean, um, not Syndicate something. Universe, United Press International. Got that's it. That's the one. This is. Uh, I'm just going gonna, gonna to read the whole thing. It's a little short. It says, it? In this corner, Jack Cuddy on retirement of Lou Gehrig. New York. There's only one thing I see wrong about the celebration of 4th of July, and that's the national shedding of tears about a husky named Lou Gehrig. Oh my god! <laughs> which will be climaxed with a quote, Lou Gehrig appreciation day during the doubleheader between the Yanks and Washington at Yankee Stadium. The playwrights for this Garrick business at the stadium are making the affair so touching, I understand, that even the little boys and gals of our vast land will be unable to set off firecrackers and things because of the tears that trickled upon their matches and punks. Whoa. The whole business seems goofy and uncalled for to me. <laughs> I see no reason for pulling a pall over a holiday when everyone should be having a lot of fun in peanuts and popcorn and cracker jacks and hot dogs. Particularly, I see no reason for pu- pulling this Yankee publicity stunt about Garrick, who's the last man in the world who should go for it unless the Yankees' brass hats and New York baseball writers snaffled him and forced him into it. Garrick knows, and so should everyone else connected with baseball. The 36-year-old first baseman of the Yanks was through with top flight play just as soon as he showed up at the Yanks training camp at St. Pete. But because Lou was the iron horse, the man who had written into the records the all-time mark of 21, uh, 130 consecutive championship games, his fate had to be different. What's this guy's problem? (laughs) Accordingly, Garrick was sent to a nationally known center of health investigation to see what was wrong with him. I'll guarantee that if 90% of men, women, and children in America were sent to that particular spot, we would learn that each and all had something wrong with them. Even if we were only halitostless athletes for warts or B.O., Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> I've forgotten exactly what they said was wrong with Garrick. Oh, yes. I do recall that the first hob- hospital report indicated infantile paralysis of a very vague breed. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> what? Dude, he's
0: a fucking Garrick denier. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Lou Garrick has Lou Garrick's disease. Uh, you know, something. I got John Fahey disease. So, How does that sound? Yeah. Where's my speech? Yeah. <laughs> So you're not going to play anymore and we got to fucking cry over you? I want to eat fucking Cracker Jacks. I want to watch
2: fireworks, asshole. Yeah. (laughs) The luckiest man on the face of the earth.
0: But later the experts explained it wasn't infantile paralysis at all, it was something else. The ailment had one of those highfalutin names that only people with plenty of dough or prestige can have. Oh God. (laughs) Personally, I don't care what Garrick has got, but I'd like to exchange my body for his during the next 40 to 50 years, let us say. Oh my God! And I'm pretty sure that I'll do all right, regardless of the experts' argument over Latin or Greek declensions. Of what LaRouping Lou may not have, <sighs> Garrett died uh, two years later.
1: Blue Garrett Truthers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and his fucking body was a prison. You wouldn't, you wouldn't trade a day in his body. It's, it's paralysis a- that creeps up from your fingertips and toes yep. huh, until it chokes you to death. Mm-hmm. It's a nightmare. My uncle it, had Lou yes, Garrett. My disease. uncle has it. Yeah. It's a fucking catastrophe.
2: Infantile paralysis.
0: How cute. Hyfalutin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, Lou Gary. Come on. Yeah. It seems to me that Gehrig was merely getting too Always old more. to play for Hell for Leather baseball, and that the scientists of ailments or advertising gave him a graceful exit. But what really brings. Water to my eyes on this particular Fourth of July is the plight of Monty Stratton, lad who was right in his prime, only 25 years old, a lad who never had the chance to amass the fortune that must be Gehrig's. Gehrig, too old for championship baseball, will be out there tomorrow with his mysterious ailment, able to get about as actively as anyone of his piano leg build should be at 36. But poor Monty Stratton is hobbling about the coach's box in the Chicago White Sox with an artificial leg clinking where his own right leg should be. There is no question about what happened to Stratton. He shot himself in the leg accidentally while hunting down in Texas. Oh my God. And the right leg had to be amputated at the knee. At the time the accident happened, he was one of the best right handers in the American League. They gave him a Stratton Day in Chicago, and he got about 20 grand out of it. Garrig has been named non-playing captain for the All-Star Interleague game at Yankee Stadium a week a week from Tuesday, along with tomorrow's Garrig Day. But it seems to me that poor Monty Stratton could have been appointed batting practice pitcher for the All-Star game. And if we got to shed tears tomorrow for some afflicted ball player, let's give them off for poor Monty instead of Lucky Lou. God, oh every God. fucking
1: editorial was like Jay Jonah Jameson. Yeah, yeah everybody a menace! A, a
2: Jay J- Jonah Jameson here, Lou Gehrig is a liar and a menace.
1: That's bullshit! <laughs> and he killed Neryl Monroe, <laughs> what'd you say, dude?
2: What? <laughs>
0: People are saying. Yeah, a lot of people are saying it. Huh. Lucky Lou. Damn. Jesus, did Monty but Stratton Mo- write that? Yeah. Fucking shot himself while hunting. Jesus. we gotta not gonna celebrate that guy.
2: God, man. There's shit. always been shit talkers, man.
1: I wonder if it was. Did he have a follow up two years later? Yeah. When Ma- he fucking shuffled off his mortal <laughs> coil and his crippled body. Good riddance. <laughs> He's faking it. I'm telling you. <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> Oh, that's good stuff. I want to tell you one tiny thing about last week's episode I found out. Uh, George Bosk with all of his $2 million. Yeah, and the
2: most expensive gay pornographic motion picture
1: of $60, all $60,000 decorating his apartment in the village, uh, one of which was modular uh, sectional seating. Oh. Covered in what type of animal hide?
2: <gasps> oh, you're asking?
1: Elephant.
0: Elephant. Elephant hide oh. <laughs> sofa. Is, is that comfortable? I bet that's very Is it durable. legal? <laughs> well, it's that's definitely uh, not legal. Ivory handles.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> got an it's ivory, ivory dildo. <laughs> <laughs> We're right there. We're right there.
2: The good thing is you don't even have to shape it that much. You Take it right <laughs> off the tusk.
1: <laughs> I just wanted to show that little nugget. It's just—it's so over the top. I, I never even heard of that in my elephant
2: life. Elephant leather. Oh, dude, this yeah. guy's a fucking poacher.
1: Now, Aaron. Yeah, very excited about this. You've been getting this ready for a minute.
2: Yeah, I've been been, uh, checking this 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 character out for quite a minute. It's gonna probably have to be a two parter because it's just uh, a lot going on here. Okay. And uh, this is uh, this is uh, this is the story of one. Hermann Steinschneider, a.k.a. Eric Jan Hanusen, a.k.a. Siegfried Krakauer, a.k.a. Saul Absalom Hirschwitter, <laughs> a.k.a. The prophet of the Third Reich, the Ooh. Nazi Rasputin, Hitler's Nostradamus.
1: Whoa! Those are great titles! Aren't those nice? He earned all of those. Every single wow. one of them. He
2: made up a I lot of the them, prophet too. Of the Third Reich. <laughs> So uh this this fella was born Hermann or actually Hirschmannheim Steinschneider. No way.
0: That's a mouthful. Yes,
2: uh, a Jewish fella. You don't say. And spoiler alert worked his way into Hitler's inner circle. hmm uh, he was born in uh, around Vienna in eighteen eighty nine, the son of Siegfried Steinschneider. Uh, ne'er-do-well, uh, Jewish vaudevillian... Mm, act, nice. Greek, of the, the Steinschneiders. Act, uh, yes, actually, there's a history there, uh, a traveling salesman. Uh, he was um, His birth was registered in Prosenitz, which is t- is today in the Czech Republic, mm-hmm. and um, the, which was the traditional home of the Steinschneiders, the family. And the family actually kind of has an interesting history. In the 18th century, Prosenitz had a thriving Jewish community uh, which produced an array of rabbis and Talmudic scholars back in the day, and uh, among these were rabbis Daniel Prosnitz the younger and his son Aaron Daniel Prosnitz, who later adopted the name Steinschneider.
0: Um, well, He couldn't be the younger, no, because his dad was the younger. Uh,
2: no, no, no. Uh, this is his great, great. Right, right. I'm, yeah, yes, but yeah, you get it. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, they were both uh, Wunder Rebbes, which is Wonder Rabbis, yeah. uh, reputed to have magical and curative properties and uh-huh. powers. Um, people speculate that they adopted the name, or rather, he adapted the name uh, Steinschneider, meaning stonecutter or stone tailor, because of Aaron Daniel's practice of making Kabbalistic amulets from carved stone blocks. Interesting. So that may be where. The family name came from so there's uh there's a history in his family and in that town of being like jewish mystics right right yeah yeah um so uh our, our good man herman or who later goes Harry as well was conceived out of wedlock and delivered by a midwife in a holding cell of a jail in vienna holy and, shit yeah um they lived in the back parlor of like a, a bar on what is called Laken gas which is alley of corpses and his bedroom window... (laughs) Cheap land. Yeah, yeah. Real, real cheap rent. His
0: Well, it's getting uh, gentrified
1: now. Uh, <laughs>
2: they turned it into a coffee shop. Yeah,
1: all the corpses are rich. <laughs> yeah. uh,
2: his bedroom, uh, it's not really a bedroom, but his bed, the place where he slept, had a window <laughs> that faced the municipal cemetery and every day he would watch funeral processions go by. So he was just like, had this.
1: Good <laughs> God. Absolutely
2: no effect on him. <laughs> Absolutely. He was a totally well-adjusted young man.
1: I'm just looking out the window going, ain't that a bitch? Mm. Life sucks, man. man that's fucked you don't fuck
2: with stand. funeral professions Joe. Pay with uh, respect Joe. Once uh one night as a as a young boy he was startled awake by some, you know, night terror or, or just kind of some uh, I don't know. Yeah, being night alive there. Yeah. yeah. Uh abject hunger and poverty.
0: Yeah. Well, I imagine uh, the night terror if the day is just corpses. Oh, yeah.
2: ma- dude, I the first time I saw the Thriller music video, I had nightmares for a week. I can't imagine this kid growing up in like oh, yeah.
0: poor
2: Ghetto parts of Vienna. He probably
1: like, lives like he sleeps on a wood wood swing like Ed Leeds yeah, going in yeah, or whatever. Like,
2: and it's like, it's got hot creature comfort for him.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, he was startled awake and he ran across the alley to his landlord's house where he woke the landlord's daughter, who was like his, you know, like neighborhood playmate. And he took her to the cemetery <laughs> and they crouched down and hid behind a tombstone. And a few minutes later, the landlord's house burst into flames. No. Yeah. Uh, another similar incident a few <laughs> years later. I think he was maybe like five or six uh, He was working with the neighborhood coachman, you know the guy the horse and buggy guy, right? Yeah, and uh, I think he was like helping him out with um, uh, Oh, his manure truck <laughs> Yeah. like Biff Tannen's yeah. business well, oh, a Yeah, cart uh, yeah, then, yeah more of a cart. <laughs> yeah a shit cart <laughs> uh, And he was parked under the shade of a tree as they were like filling it with manure or whatever they were doing uh, when when Harry uh, Herman uh, got on the horse and like purposely startled it like, like smacked it on its ass and uh, it started and they ran away and then t- like two seconds later lightning struck the tree and it exploded into a million pieces fuck yeah so like uh. as a child he started to have what at least he perceived, or premonitions, yeah, premonitions, or like a you know, a, he was touched, yeah. Um, and it I also have... may be part of his, him building his own mystique, right? right? Yeah, this so guy,
1: all these stories might yeah. not, yeah, right? So, I have something of a thick sense, Joe. <laughs> yeah. I see shit coming for you, My motherfucking Ruth Willis man. follows
2: me everywhere, man.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> this motherfucker won't leave me alone.
1: No joke, <laughs> no
2: motherfucking joke. Um Don't leave me alone. <laughs> uh his mother got sick with some bullshit, probably tuberculosis or something. and so the family moved back to Vienna proper uh where they started to get like the first taste of like real rising anti-Semitism going on in Europe. Uh, what, what year would that have been? So this is probably like the turn of the century okay. 1900s. But uh, really,
0: any time in <laughs>
2: any time in in European history, <laughs> yeah. um, and and this is when they were still they were more like a nomadic people, right? So, gypsies, them, they're, they they're just being looked down upon, and like they they were poor Jews too, so they were also they were also marginalized for just being poor. Um,
1: <laughs> Gypsy. Next thing you tell me, you're Jewish
0: too? <laughs> <laughs> you probably no, see dead people.
2: No money. <laughs> <laughs> um. So And apparently during that time in the Austro-Hungarian Empire, a quarter of Jews attempted to disguise or alter their Jewish identity in some way. Yeah. Um, they would invent fake genealogies, fake last names, forge baptism papers. Right. Intermarry or undergo, like, humiliating public conversions.
1: Right. Because before Nazism, the the pogroms were... Just real a, ass shit. A real mm-hmm. everywhere
0: in Europe. Yeah. anti-Semitism was just rife.
2: Yes. It was not the first time. <laughs> the, yeah. The Holocaust was not the first time. that It was yeah. not as
0: organized, but it was always. Going. No, it amateurs. The
1: first there was no was the first times because mm-hmm. it would be, it would be like a fever that would sweep over people and mm-hmm. different areas, and it was just like which suddenly trials. we're all now fucking very into, yeah exactly like very like you what, know well
2: who's we, who's the easy other we can
0: find oh the crops yeah. didn't come in this year blame us Juden mm-hmm.
1: yeah and it's like you know I mean I think just I think it's always been based on Jewish people basically starting. The civilization that we live in so they're kind of better at it
2: sure yeah Well, they, they, <laughs> they, they, they've been reading for longer than anybody right they didn't even during the dark ages jewish people still read mm-hmm. and they wash their hands and they washed their hands so yeah. they didn't get the plague
1: so then you're like why do they why have they, it together oh, magic. exactly why why don't you get sick exactly. and then you know you get hostile towards them and then it leads to jewish people only really trusting other Jewish people Right. so then they become kind of more insulated mm-hmm. and that makes you even more suspicious of so it's like this thing it's, that goes on and on dumb, and it's a dumb
2: vicious cycle against yeah. like a very rich b- successful culture that has lasted 5,000 years from Moses to
1: Sandy Koufax <laughs> god damn it that's exactly right Aaron that's exactly right
2: it's so retarded I like I, I never understood it yeah. I never understood it growing well up. I mean the logic isn't there well I mean there's reason <laughs> um so they, you know, so he. Uh, this was kind of his taste into maybe eventually changing his identity or, or finding reasons to do so.
0: A premonition uh, of sorts.
2: Exactly, and just the, the you know, when you get the context of somebody's youth, you kind of can then understand why they do things later on in life. Um, fires, arson, and spontaneous combustion were kind of like his thing as a kid. <laughs> uh, after these, you know. Experiences. he was kind of obsessed right. with that. She's a career
1: arsonist. Yeah. Shit's about to blow, man. Whoa. Let's get the fuck out of here. Does anyone have a
2: match? <laughs> um he was fixated especially on Nero's burning of Imperial Rome. It's always it, fire. Yeah. yeah. And he organized a game uh, a gang of accomplices to recreate the event. Whoa. <laughs> So he painted graffiti in the center of town, um, and it was called Boscovitz, and he renamed it Rome in graffiti, like on the sign, and set out to reenact the emperor's deed of lighting the town on fire, but some rainy weather put a damper on his plans, and he had to improvise, so he took his crew um, 'er of ne'er-do-wells, and they were like not even teenagers at that point. Maybe they were teenagers. Um, and they went to the outskirts of town where they lit up some oily rags <laughs> and set fire to a miller's barn where the hay just like caught fire immediately went up in flames uh, despite and, the rain it, well he in left the... he left town went to the outskirts oh gotcha where I, was see, it. I see I see um, he didn't have a fiddle uh, but him and his boys <laughs> did sing while the whole thing was going up that in flames that is
0: terrifying yeah
2: they were singing like some bohemian folk ditties um, uh, is the
0: fire singing? what's going <laughs> on?
2: what <laughs> they didn't know uh, was that he had set fire to a hideout of one of Austria's Most famous highwayman, Heinrich Grossel, who was like a modern day Robin Hood. Whoa. Yeah. So this guy would rob state treasury caravans and sweet talk local girls into sexual servitude. This little fucking pyromaniac, Jew Kid, lights this guy's hideout on fire. So the fire drives out the criminals. That guy's arrested, confesses to everything, goes to jail. Herman was given municipal honors and a 500 ducat reward for being a total (laughs) asshole. And he was also given. 25 lashes on the ass for lighting the fire. <laughs> oh my god. Ha, ha, here's your reward.
0: Yeah, wow. Um, you learned He liked it. It's so
1: funny. that's so funny. So they really rewarded it and punished. Him. Yes, both Totally Damn. fair. Damn. It's
2: like fucking Davos. It's, Serdabos, fingers. Exactly my yeah. exactly what I was gonna say sir. Yeah,
1: right ahead of you my, I know you're the big, big fan like of Stanis
2: Baratheon and the defense of,
1: of true justice. Yeah <laughs> (laughs) you be my hand but you ain't gonna have one you're gonna be missing a finger (laughs) motherfucker
2: which hand do you wipe with (laughs) just kidding I don't wipe my ass touching your buttholes gay
1: (laughs) we need to tell them tell them there was my buddy John was here shout out to John and Fran I love you guys Uh, they just went back to London but they were telling me about this show in channel 4 in the UK this show called Embarrassing Bodies (laughs) and this guy goes to the doctor because he's like I have just terrible BO he's like I wear fucking deodorant whatever I don't know what I'm doing. So the doctor's like, "All right, let's have dude, a look." Dude, you smell like shit. <laughs> so the dude just has like caked up shit in between his butt cheeks because he doesn't really wipe because he thinks that's gay to touch his butthole. Beautiful. But like Aaron said, I was like, "You're touching your dick? All like, the what, time. Are you, what are you talking about? You gotta wash your ass." You, yeah. Like life hack. More than anything. Yep. Yeah. Wash your fucking ass. Yeah. And there's a bunch of these dudes. John was telling me where they like they have this thing where they fucking these guys. They have fucking skid marks and, like, they're a nightmare. They just and, won't touch their buttholes. B- and their wife will be like, hey, what's going on with your nasty ass? And they're like, I'm not going to touch my ass. It's fucking gay. You wipe it, the mom. Sh- the shower takes care of it. It's like the shower. It's not enough. You, you have, have to a washcloth. You yeah, it, do something.
2: There. Dude, root around. Hey. Yeah.
1: <laughs> have fun. Yeah. Make a game of it. But anyway, I'm sorry. I just had to tell them that reference so they understood.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Now you know. Yeah. If you don't know, now you know. hmm <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, excuse me Yikes. Oh, das, uh, Bier, das Beste. Uh. <laughs> actually it's American Miller um, so then he kind of just became a street kid yeah. you know, his, his mom died Hustlin'. his dad was still like this kind of traveling salesman vagabond scumbag type of guy Yeah. he had just got whipped on the ass he's got 500 ducats so he becomes a street kid hanging out going to theater shows um you know, back in this t- period of time, like, you know, stage performance was pretty much all there was, right? You know, like, cinema had not really happened yet,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: so live live acts, whether it's cabaret or... There's no or, business
1: like show business, here. There
2: is no business like show business.
1: You don't got to sell me on Okay, show business. Are you familiar with the show business? <laughs> uh, when he was 14, he fell in love with a
2: 45-year-old singer whose voice captivated yes. his pubescent heart, uh, and he was pretty diligent. Uh, in his pursuit of her, I guess he had, like, lived, like, right next door to where she would perform, so he'd always, like, like spy on her and shit. Um, and he, like, he stole his own family heirlooms, like, trinkets and like, jewelry and stuff and gave it to her, like, any chance that he could see her. And eventually, like, just the pestering, pestering, pestering paid off, and he got her to elope with him. Wow. Um, he traded in his overcoat for a showman's jacket and his bar mitzvah watch for a comic beard and wig so that he could, like you know travel and perform with her like wow. that was kind of like him falling in love with the performing arts he willed his way into the variety show that she was in, and he promptly bombed <laughs> really bad. And he was removed, like, Apollo-style with a hooked cane off yeah. the stage.
0: What was he doing?
2: Uh, just, like, you know,
0: like, tramp stuff. You like, just let, setting fire to stuff? Yeah, farting yeah. on a match. <laughs> just beating off.
2: <laughs> like, you know, um, kind of like that Charlie Chaplin tramp stuff. Okay. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Grease paint. Whole nine. Um, he was fired, and his uh, his cougar love interest disappeared. But like, he, I think he had the the bug caught him, and he was forever like, you know, wanted to fulfill his fantasy of being on the pro- the professional stage. <laughs> Isn't
1: that funny? Yeah, you t- just die a thousand deaths, and you're like. I That's got, the life for me. Yeah. You bomb
2: and it's yeah. I got to do that again. Yeah. And that is, I mean, I think we've all experienced mm-hmm. totally, that. like yeah. y- that even bombing feels good sometimes. Like any yeah. feeling anything
1: is good. Yeah. Well, yeah, you see the opportunity.
2: Yeah. Oh man, oh. I know. Oh, man, if I could do it right, if I could only do
1: it mm-hmm. right. Yeah.
2: Um, he would falsify his resume and efforts to get booked on shows and was eventually taken under the wing of this uh gentleman named Adolf Arthur. Uh, who's a professional actor who taught him the tricks of the theater. Mm-hmm. Don't uh, suck kid. Yeah,
0: <laughs> be funny <laughs>
2: <laughs> um in one of the shows uh, he was performing a duel with the director's son with like these rusty swords and uh, Herman drew blood from the other actor and was fired on the spot of course he got, he got his yeah. face Probably got tetanus and died <laughs> plus he set a fire yeah. <laughs> just to make sure
0: there's gonna be a fire here soon Ooh, Five my way
2: <laughs> hey lady come with me Any minute. Where are we going? (laughs) The cemetery. Excuse me? I was sleeping. I hide that. smells like manure. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I don't wipe my ass. (laughs) So now he's 15. Uh, he's 15 years old. He's kicked out on the street and living in abject poverty. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been turned away by every theater, every shopkeep, um, and he like basically resorted to entering into a medical clinic just so he could like fall asleep on the chair next to moaning patients.
1: Jesus Christ. Yeah,
2: And a, a sympathetic town, Hua, mm-hmm. took pity on the homeless boy, lent him some money for breakfast, and gave him a place to stay for the night. Oh, very nice. Uh, he then heard that the Grand Circus Oriental was coming to town, and right. Herman showed up to the encampment and the owner Franz Joseph Pilcher invited the boy to join the troop for some snack time He just saw this little hungry little fucking kid hanging around like you know have some coffee and cracker some, jacks Yeah, have some candy and some dumplings. So this kids all jacked up on good, you know coffee And he starts like picking up a bundle of promotional flyers and just like he just went to town and like put them up Everywhere on his own. He took the initiative to do it and Pilcher hired him on the spot Nice he said good work kid. You know you got a You got a spot this Grand Circus, though, was kind of a shit show. Uh, the owner doubled as an acrobat. His brother Heinrich was the strong man, like the giant strong man. Uh-huh. The owner's wife, Francisca, was the equestrian, like the horse rider. Yeah. Uh, they had two horses. Uh, the grandmother was the ticket taker, and there was a one-eyed clown named Mishko.
1: Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> even the clown has <laughs> one eye? Yeah. Uh, it's a nightmare.
2: <sighs> the rest of the menagerie was even less impressive. They had a harebrained poodle, Sappho. Uh, I think that means retarded dog. Okay. Uh, Two horses named Regent and Sandor, (laughs) like Sandor Clegane, Clegane. and a dyspeptic (laughs) monkey. Jocko, dyspeptic. Yeah, I think it was a monkey that like could burp a lot.
1: <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> this is, dude, this is the best show that, it's town. That is a fucking shit show. Yeah, but also
2: it's a circus. Now yeah. I want
1: to see it. Yeah. Hell yeah. There's a one eyed clown and, a, mo- just for and that? a monkey yeah.
2: that burps on a retarded poodle. No uh, poodle. Yeah, sign me up.
1: <laughs> the monkey with the twelve back of LaCroix.
2: <laughs> <laughs> is this coconut? <laughs> Uh, I strictly strictly drink (laughs) Pamplemousse Passion fruit Mm, Delicious Um, So uh, every day So he goes on the road yeah, like he lives the dream of I'm running away to the circus. Yeah, right? And so now this is what. He's like, 15. He's 15, so this, a is like, this is like like puberty mustache. 1905. Yeah, a couple yeah. Of a couple of pubes. Couple of pubes. Uh, you know, he he might have finger-fucked that 45-year-old who's his or,
0: or the the hooah. Oh, maybe she I mean, wiped his
2: ass for the first no.
0: time. Oh. <laughs> you got to pay extra for that
2: saying we had 500 ducats (laughs) on account of the fire. Uh,
0: So every day on the
2: road began like a nightmare. Um, He would sleep in a wooden shed between the horses and Heinrich the Giant. uh, And the director... would wake up every morning at sunrise and toss a bucket of ice water on all of them. (laughs) Horses, too. The horses, him, Heinrich, and and the boy, and he would shout his morning prayer, which is no joke, all life is shit! (laughs) God gave you no money, no place to rest, no friends outside this room, no skills, and only whores for companions. It's time to face this shitty day.
0: (laughs) This is your daily affirmation. every morning <laughs> that is incredible
2: you're listening to NPR news i'm lakshmi singh all life is shit god gave
1: <laughs> my dad used to threaten me with ice water if i wouldn't get out of bed oh yeah he'd be like john if you don't get back if you don't get up i'm coming back with ice water <laughs> fuck i'm going to throw it all over you
2: there was a period of time where my dad would just like dig his fingers into me
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean, the yeah, like, strong, strong dad hands, the strong dad meat foot hooks yeah. into like
2: your rib, your intercostal region, just yeah. like, oh, not yeah, even yeah. tickling, just, oh no, I can tear you apart, yeah, tear, yeah. It, it tickled, but it was also <laughs> excruciating, mm-hmm. <laughs> and just like getting in there, and I was like, I'm awake, <laughs> fuck, I'll go to school, Yeah, yep. <laughs> then I'd get up and he'd still do it,
1: <laughs>
0: this is for me, <laughs>
2: Um he would often have to follow around the drunken one-eyed clown Mishko around town. Yeah,
0: cuz he uh, kept going in circles. Uh, right? Oh
2: yeah, he didn't he only made left turns. Yeah. So he would wear uh Mishko would wear like those sandwich boards like the one from Die Hard. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the one from Die
0: Hard. No, no,
1: no, no. What did it say? I don't fucking know what it said. And it's Die Hard with a vengeance.
2: Yeah, that's right. And it's it's not good. that is not good. <laughs> Brilliant. It is
1: very, very funny.
2: Uh, so he would parade, parade around town with the sandwich board, but like he would f- fall over drunk all the time. Mishko? Yeah. He would fall over wow. drunk, and drunk as two brothers, we so would just have to like flip him over so the right side would be up. So people
1: could still see the <laughs> Oh, God. That's so good. All right. There we go.
2: All right. It's just around the corner. <laughs> the best billboard is a drunk clown.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'll keep an eye out for you. <laughs>
2: Uh, Heinrich the Giant was the star of the show, and it was, uh, Hermann's mentor. So he was, like, kind of the gentle giant who had a soft spot
1: for the kid. The one in the stable with him getting the ice water Yeah, all yeah, I think they the, shared yeah, that, yeah, you know, they went through hell together. <laughs> it's so ironic, I'm so strong, and yet... <laughs> <laughs> this boy and these horses are just... <laughs> Every um, conceivable animal. It was from
2: him that our little Jewish runaway learned the basics of stage illusion and confidence schemes.
1: Aha! Mm-hmm. He,
2: uh, he teaches him other useful skills like eating glass shards, biting the heads off chickens, knife throwing, and sword swallowing. Wow. He practiced fire eating and juggling and was the caretaker for the tiny little circus zoo as well. Huh. Um, the thing about Heinrich, the giant, the strong man, uh was that he was a self-described coxman par excellence mm. uh what uh, yeah he was uh, a bit of a ladies man uh, okay. uh, 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 he, he called,
1: called uh, himself a coxman <laughs> par excellence
2: par yeah, yeah that's oh, right i new French, huh? that's that amazing helps. yeah
1: Coxman. and so said to myself a bit of a cocksman actually.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, <excellence>. no. uh, <laughs> Peasant girls <Garth-Berucci> uh, <laughs> Peasant girls and educated shopkeepers daughters alike would tremble at the sight of the giant and apparently his sexual escapades <laughs> on the roads were legendary
1: Why would he sleep with the horses then?
2: So ironic.
1: <laughs> Practice. <No. laughs> Motivation.
2: If you can seduce a horse, you can seduce a woman. <laughs> Apparently, it tastes like freshly cut grass. Have you yeah, been have assaulted you
1: heard-
0: by a strongman on the road with the circus? You may be entitled to compensation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe the horses had human penises. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the horses, Where our are like- <laughs>
2: horses are hung
1: like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm not having fun
1: anymore. He's almost as strong as a horse. <laughs>
2: <laughs> maybe he would just bring the girls back to the stable and have them fuck the horse in the dark, yeah. and that's why.
1: He... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, Heinrich. I'm <No>, no, no, <laughs> <Cogsman> bar <excellence. laughs> Wink,
2: wink. Uh, he initiated Herman into carny seduction and female psychology. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cold Carney seduction? That's exactly right. That's when you seduce the carny. That's yeah. exa- it's a no, plate it, of beans. It, it's a type of seduction <laughs> that carnies do. It's, I don't think you've got do much seducing yeah. with the carnies. They're probably pretty game. Yeah. Oh, free food. It's it's
2: the way carnies seduce other people. They have a right. specific... No, I thing. get you, I get you. Um, uh, to him, quote, Women were weak and wanted to be controlled sexually. Oh, God. From the haughtiest archduchess to the most naive milkmaids, all females of the species <laughs> fawned before signs of cold masculine strength and secretly desired a scenario of erotic humiliation and violent rape. Oh,
0: my God.
2: Heinrich. Heinrich. He this goes on t- Most females spe- done
0: <laughs> 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 I'm a coxman One more thing
2: <laughs> And another Most female spectators who came to the circus had the mindset of complacent whores.
0: Oh god
2: money silly gifts smooth flattery produced at the right moment could be exchanged for their passionate and immediate carnal surrender heartfelt declarations of love and extended wooing through notes of love were thoroughly unnecessary effective sexual domination required the mastery of of the moment and surprise. Oh, Whoa. surprise. Surprise. Ah, Got gotcha, bitch. <laughs> Ice water. It's a horse. <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> uh, and Heinrich, uh, Heinrich would ask the boy, why are lion tamers careful to only work with the male cat?
0: Because <laughs> they wouldn't know it's a
2: lion. I do fucking no. Yeah. <laughs> because the male lion can be controlled through masturbation and fear of the whip. To make the male jungle beast dependent on his master, the male is manually stimulated before each show. Oh. That night no. That night the young boy learned that the good, the sacred, and the non sexual did not exist.
1: Oh god, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like he's been heartbroken routinely.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. reduced to fucking sleeping with horses and jerking off lions. Well,
1: also you get that life is shit prayer every morning. And then yeah, your only friend in the in the stable is a, is a animal maniac. rapist, this, this, animal and human this, rapist this maniac that is fucking jerking off the lions. Crazy, but it makes sense. What? The, 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 the lions now, all chill because they're all jacked off. Yeah, well, he's now, a coxman.
2: Yeah, now it didn't say what species.
1: <laughs> it
2: makes you really respect uh, uh, Siegfried and Roy now yeah. with those tigers. <laughs> you know how many tigers Isn't they have to jack off every night? So many tigers.
0: Yeah. Oh, they probably I guess they have assistants, but. I think, I, think, I think they're pretty handsome kind of guys. Yeah. I'll
1: handle this, guys.
0: <laughs> that's where the that tiger attacked me. He wasn't jacked off. Yeah, yet. he probably didn't fucking jerk him off good.
1: Yeah.
2: Doesn't speak English. Probably oh, just
1: emptied one nut. Don't <laughs> do No, no that's where pee is stored. Oh, you're right, you're right. Idiot. <laughs> we need to say that Everett Byram also, our friend. Yes, Everett
2: it, Byram I, apparently coined the... P is stored in the balls. Po- P wow. is stored so in the balls. So if you see ball. that
1: around on the internet... It comes from a man that lives around the corner from me. Yes. And he's very, very funny. Probably totally insane. Absolutely. Uh, (laughs) Should should be writing on a TV show. Absolutely. Incredibly funny comedian. Total absurdist. Uh, Everything he says is dumb, which we love. (laughs) Yes. Dumb is the best. He's amazing. Shout out to Everett Byram. Shout out, buddy. Um,
2: So a few... Let's see. Oh. uh, he learned that the good, the sacred, and the non-sexual did not exist, right? So now it's starting to, like, form his worldview. Life is shit. Life is shit. Huh. There's only sex. <laughs> mm. Um if life is shit, why does it taste so good? <laughs> like, why am I covered Presley in cut grass. <laughs> um... When Heinrich himself, Heinrich the muscle man, fell in love with the comely daughter of a local brewmaster, uh, uh, our boy offered to write letters to her like in a Cyrano de Bergerac situation. I like, like that a lot. I'll, I'll write the letters for you. Oh, you know, let we'll me do work. the talking. Yeah, <laughs> You, you <laughs> handle
1: the coxsmanship yeah. and I'll do the, the romance. You're but, not great with talking. You're not yeah. so
2: good with the talking. But instead of professing love, he totally cucks him and negates all the strong man's profusions of love. He talks
1: <laughs> mad shit to
2: this girl. No. No, he. he t- I mean, he took his old man's advice. The old dude the, Heinrich uh-huh. said, like wooing and any show of love, it, heartfelt declarations of love and extended wooing through notes of love were thoroughly unnecessary. So he t- he taught his fucking mentor a lesson. Don't trust me. You don't want to write letters, to
1: her So I'm gonna fuck you <laughs> up, old man.
0: Did he predict? He's like, she's gonna break up with you.
1: <laughs> yeah, you. You, you need me. <laughs> don't. Isn't the strongman gonna kick
0: the living shit out of
1: him? Uh, I. I don't.
2: I don't think he did that. Uh, Maybe p- he because did a, a few weeks or? later, uh, Herman was approached by Greta Pilcher, hey. who's the widowed sister-in-law of the director <clears throat> of his circus and Heinrich. Right. So they're oh. all the circus that Herman is in. It's like a family circus, not the not the cartoon from the yeah, newspaper. Yeah, they're
0: watching Billy run around.
2: They are. They're the Pilchers. Hate so that, this woman, Greta Pilcher, is the widowed sister-in-law of the director of the circus, Ann Heinrich. She offers him a job to manage a traveling amusement park. She sees this young upstart kid with some, you know, some balls. Uh, I want you to manage my traveling amusement park. It's called the Electric Carousel. There'd be no more stables to clean as the horses are wooden. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? How
0: big are the cocks? And, oh, as <laughs> big as you want them to be. <laughs> and he
2: might be granted ownership one day if he proves savvy enough and works hard enough. And he was promised full meals and a brand new wardrobe. Oh, full meals? Yeah,
1: full meals. No, no, no. This is not snack time anymore. <laughs> no,
2: no, no. Not just cookies and coffee and dumplings. You get yeah. full slop. Yeah, mm.
1: you're not getting them manure anymore. <laughs> if you want it (laughs) Uh,
2: and a brand new wardrobe fitting of an ambitious man of his stature very
1: nice very nice
2: so he basically up and leaves like he takes this temptation like you know fucking um, Pinocchio style right like he leaves the only family he ever knew he hikes five hours to the electric carousel labeled quote the most modern carousel in all of Europe but it was bullshit because the carousel was powered by six children hidden beneath the (laughs) container
1: <laughs> covered by a tarp. Dude, life is shit. Yeah. Dude, the old man was right. Dude, I mean, oh my god. That is uh, uh, beyond. It's so. Beyond anything I've ever imagined. It's so Pinocchio to Powered me. by children? And, and not just their hopes and dreams. Subterranean yeah. children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no sunlight for no. you. No, no, no. We no, put no, no, a tarp no, no. over it. Yeah. No, to
2: ruin the illusion. No,
1: the good kids are on the carousel. Yeah, we it can, can push harder.
2: Ho- real horses shit too much. Kids, little tiny mm-hmm. pedals.
1: That's so the you bother
2: feeding them. <laughs> Powered by... Child labor. Yeah,
0: yeah. so it's just like they, they're they turning wheels and...
2: Shit. Yeah, they're just like, put, you know, like literally what you would imagine, like pushing...
0: Yeah. Yeah, the but thing, also once you get it going, it's kind
1: of easy.
2: Yeah, then you can just kind of. Kids kind of like have yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty yeah. actually, it's not that. Yeah, you know, not that bad probably, at all.
0: probably plenty of room to they get to <laughs> work at the carousel. Yeah, they get to look up at like, skirts. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like it's a glass-bottom carousel, and you can see the kids down there.
2: Boy, yeah, glass ceilings not so bad, huh, boys? <laughs> Um, So Greta's right-hand man Leopold was a real cunt uh, (laughs) with few talents other than complaining and swearing and Harry uh, now having benefited uh, So I mean this Leopold guy would just like talk shit to this, you know 16 17 year old kid Treat him like shit and like this this dude didn't do anything He was just a shit talker hanging around Uh and like Harry had been hanging out and practicing with a strong man yeah. For the past however many years, right? So he punches the dude in the face and kicks him in the face and knocks him out. Um, <laughs> and it turns out that Greta Pilcher's courting of Harry was just a ruse to lure her real crush Heinrich,
0: no. to come
2: get him. Who's no. the cuck, who's the cuck now? Yeah, exactly. The Who the cuck is was the cucked. The cuck had been cucked. Uh, the strongman cuck, cuck. came. No. The strongman Heinrich.
1: Oh, you he must have been so mad.
2: He came, but he came right. to rescue Harry.
1: <gasps> Why?
2: He, he he said he loved him. He loved the lad. He loved him. Oh my god. Yeah. He said, fuck you, Greta, I'm taking my boy <laughs> back with me and we're going to sleep with these horses.
1: And in the morning, we're taking a nice shower. Rose before rose. That's exactly what it was. The giant,
2: the giant, like her her plan, quote unquote, worked. It got his attention. But Heinrich came a few days later, confessed his soft spot for Harry. Um, uh, Greta did drag the giant into her trailer, and he fucked the shit out of her for a night.
1: Listen, I'm not, Gonna stay with you, but I will fuck the living <laughs> fuck out of you one time. And give
2: me my as if you give me my boy back, I will brutally <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, uh, 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 in a scenario of erotic accumulation and violent rape. <laughs> 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 my words, lady. My words. <laughs> Um, situation of erotic (laughs) humiliation, simulated rape, and over that during that time, Heinrich pocketed all the money from the carousel's earnings. He he raided the lockbox and took it back with him and Heinrich back to their circus. (laughs)
1: We're not getting paid. (laughs) No sunlight.
2: Heinrich, I'll get kidnapped. You come for me. Fuck the old broad. I'll rob him. We'll go back and sleep with the horses. I've
1: been pushing this wheel forever. Will you kick some crumbs down here? (laughs) (laughs) These crumbs taste like shit.
2: Good. 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 Life is shit. Um, so they went. You know, tastes he, like life. <laughs> hey, he likes so it. He goes back and he's back with the Grand Circus Oriental, uh, but he was still determined to improve his lot in life and, and, and submitted to join a more professional circus. And so he makes his way back to Vienna in 1908. So at this point, he's probably 19. Damp- Right. Yeah, he's about nineteen twenty.
0: It's been a busy life so far.
2: He's had a, quite a bit has gone on. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah, it's been a fucking eventful <laughs> fucking time. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: and he was then he was eventually drafted into the infantry where he served a year in Sarajevo in the newly incorporated province of Bosnia. Uh, however, he had a severe bout of hydrocele, uh, which is when your sperm ducts get, like, blocked or flooded. So I think his balls grew. Oh, and that's not funny. blockage. Yeah, well, but also probably pee, because that's, again, the right. balls right. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the, the hydrosis flooded his sperm ducts, and he landed in the sick bay and was given an honorable dismissal.
0: So oh, now, you should have said discharge. I know. Sorry. So <laughs> his sperm ducts?
1: <clears throat> we're like clogged. Yeah, balls are too big.
2: Yeah, you can get a, you can get a, what we call their seals or seals and it's where the like the tiny little ducks can get like a blockage, or they can get flooded with fluid, like any sort of.
1: Oh, it, it comes from blue balls when people don't get yeah, us off.
2: It happens when you're listening on? to
0: a giant fuck your kidnapper. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 I didn't know I could not.
1: I, don't,
0: I only know how to jack off lions.
1: <laughs> it's when so many sperm are like trying to force their way like out that they just like fucking like have a stampede
0: and like kill each other. Yeah, they
1: bum
2: <laughs> rush your dick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if, well, if you're not careful, they uh, all squish together into one super sperm. No, let
1: me Me first. No, me, idiot. Oh, man. None of us are going to get no. through. We're not gonna be able to eat this chick's brains. <laughs> no, did you sperm your pants? <laughs> How are we gonna get you this chick's brain and make her a nut zombie? It's an MD. Oh uh, uh, man, that's I mean that's physics as I understand it. Yeah, yeah
2: and you're a genius. <laughs> Uh, while in Sarajevo, we got a job at, the news, at a newspaper where we covered locals event, local events and searched for paranormal activity.
1: Really? And he mm.
2: volunteered to be hypnotized. <laughs> so this is him like kind of, all right, now I'm going to get a little more into the occult stuff, right? And also journalism. Uh, <laughs> he would later return to journal, journalism journalism, later in life uh, in a more scandalous fashion. Mm. <laughs> is that right? That's exactly right. Um... He would hang out in sleazy cabarets and bars, hoodwinking like lo- local wannabe performers, especially women, into humiliating acts. Like um, he, would, he, would get, uh, he would get what? He would get um, aspiring uh, singers to sing into a phone that wasn't connected to anybody, and I was like, yeah, this is like a talent scout." And talking, hey,
0: lady, Sing sing
2: into the phone, and also show the phone your legs. <laughs> and no. Hold the phone to her legs. <laughs> oh
0: man! If I was that phone right now. Oh man! God. Pick
2: up the receiver. I'll make you a believer.
0: It's, it's so humiliating. Acts. Yes, humiliating. And then he would just be like, ah, "There's no one there." And then oh, no, they would just
2: people were dumb and they were drunk yeah. or stoned. Bitch, uh, good job, great. Yeah, he said you did a great job, and I mean just
1: loves the legs being
2: a scoundrel loves the legs. Is actually, it... he does love the legs. He mm. bent at, I'll show it it's for the next episode. but um he would have a lot of handouts or things that he would print in in some of the rags that he would work for or pr- handouts at some of the shows. And like some of them had like hand palmistry stuff. and other ones would have, like, here's the different types of female legs and what they say <laughs> about her. yeah. He was really? into legs. Very good, Do Should we do a leg reading? Yes. That's that, that mm. exactly right. <laughs> She's a bitch. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he, all, he would, you know, this was a time, not exactly Weimar era Germany, but like this was starting to get up into
1: Yeah, we're getting there.
2: the team, like it's the modern, it's, it's the modern age, right? Well, yeah. And, and so there's people, phones, there's phone lines, telegraph lines, electricity is starting to kind of happen. It's still gas lit, but like, yeah. It's it's the beginning of the modern era. So like a lot of hedonism, a lot of experimentation, a lot of uh, just uh, rabble rousing. Well, right? we,
0: we talked in the first Connections episode on uh, Patreon. Patreon.com/Connections. They talked about how uh, when electricity first came out, uh, they would hook up a woman to a low voltage, and a guy would try to fuck her, and it was huge in Germany.
1: Uh, yeah, they were a, like, "This is the greatest sex huge, in the world." It's probably in Germany. Yeah. And
0: sometimes they were alive.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, I did that one time, but I got sucked into the internet. <laughs> <It's a> nightmare. <laughs> Shocker. Couldn't uh, get it out of the thing. Until <laughs> the <laughs> 90s.
2: You ever fuck with the computer? You know how slow the internet was for an internet demon back then?
1: I couldn't possess shit. Hey, Joe, <laughs> do you ever hacked the mainframe through the data port? Of course you have.
2: You my motherfucker. <laughs> Um, so along the street, you know, he would have his share of erotic adventures, uh... No uh
1: so much humiliation. So
2: much, uh, was it violent, violent rape? smith of
0: Look at you, you idiot! Phones can't see legs! <laughs> uh, uh, sausage
2: wagons, girly sideshows, oh, ho, ho. Ferris wheel rides, other ground amusements, dime store phrenologists, astrologers, palm and tea leaf readers, necromancers mm. casting fortunes, human oddities, too, are just everywhere, uh, Leo Singer's family of singing midgets, Uh, the three-legged virgin of Circassian, the living mermaid, the double-necked Bushman from the Kalahari, and the bearded (laughs) Venus.
1: Well, you know, nobody will fuck me on account of the third leg. (laughs) Does anybody have a phone? (laughs) You'd think it would be an acid, but uh, no. Yeah, give me yours. I'll make it four. (laughs) (laughs) Was it a third leg or just a sturdy cock? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Please, please, please. Wait, did you say sausage wagon? Yeah, sausage (laughs) wagon. What Is is that just a wagon with sausage? Yep. Okay, (laughs) yeah. And you know what's weird, though, is it used to be the
1: manure cart.
2: (laughs) Hey, where'd my leg go? (laughs) Sausage is good. Um, Like his future partner Adolf Hitler... Who he probably bumped shoulders with in these crowds. Very likely to bump shoulders with Hitler in these crowds. Um, He was fascinated by the booth, the show barkers, the carnival barkers, these snake oil salesmen. He was fascinated. How
0: to to, to make a popular speech. Exactly.
2: Exactly. Uh, The constant patter, their ability to draw crowds, an instinctive understanding of how humor and humiliation work to siphon money. From strangers and, oh, yeah. and attention. Well, that's right?
1: very carnival barker too, right? It's like, hey man, I'm, you probably you probably want to do this game. Your girlfriend will be like super embarrassed exactly. if you don't hit the fucking target. Exactly. That type exactly. of shit.
2: Or you know, name calling, crooked Hillary, crazy Bernie. Mm-hmm. Right. Humiliation. Yeah. Uh,
1: it's be- should be in jail. <laughs> Like, That's so funny to me still. <laughs> I mean, I know funny. he sucks so bad. It's just so funny. It's I'll, such a I'll, troll A last sentence in a debate. <laughs> like,
0: before we move on, you should be in jail.
1: <laughs> just, and he's the most uh, should-be-in-jail yeah. human yes. on the planet. Yes.
0: Everything he says about someone else is something he's saying about himself. Yes. yes. It he knows just, about he himself. He just doesn't realize yeah. it. Yeah, I don't yeah. think
2: he even realizes that he's
1: projecting.
0: Yeah.
2: Um... But at this point, this is around 1911, 1912, his father Siegfried's condition was deteriorating. Ziggy. That's right.
0: <laughs> Super rabbi. <laughs> totally needless.
2: <laughs> yes, exactly. Wunder rabbi. It uh, was deteriorating. And he went back. Actually, his dad was not the rabbi. That was the great, oh, great. The, right, right, right. Siegfried he, the was actually a... Uh, the
0: vaudevillian. He was the, the vaudevillian, vaudevillian
2: grease paint vagrant. V Vundegvagrant. W- yes, that's right. <laughs> the <laughs> Uber <uberwegen. laughs> uh, so he went back to his family family's dilapidated shack right there by the you know, funeral processions. Uh, and he helped his invalid father arrange his own death. Uh, he helped him like you know, like tied him like to a table and basically helped him jump out a second story window of the apartment and smashed into the pavement below. Helped his dad kill himself.
1: Because he was just in pain.
2: Yeah, he might have had fucking, what do you call it? Lou Gehrig's disease?
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I know, well, but that, that shit's fake, dude. Oh, that's right. It's not he, even real. No. He faked
2: his own death. He gave it to himself. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Probably vaccines.
0: Yeah. 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 No, yeah, yeah. Uh, an yeah vaccine. uh,
2: so, Bertha, uh, which was uh, Siegfried's second wife because um, his first wife died. Uh, Bertha uh, was now widowed for the second time after this suicide, and she committed suicide after her husband's funeral.
1: You don't say. That's
2: exactly right. On
1: the Isle of Corpses. uh uh-huh, yeah, yeah. right there oh, on yeah. the corpse alley, yes. Maybe I mean, they didn't have a brighter outlook on life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, but, I,
2: don't, I don't know if you know this, but life is shit.
1: Yeah, big oh, fan of convenience. That is also, something, I mean, I was going to say with, you know, why do these people keep getting duped and, you know, uh, hoodwinked by these <laughs> con men? And, you know, it happened so much in those times, but you have to think about, uh, you would you would aspire to the paranormal, because the normal is, is horrible. Yeah. Yes. So, like, of course, you know, uh, you you would look for the these things. The next guy
2: that's coming into town with a bottle yeah. and a cork in it, I'm buying You're it. You're
1: just like, what if it's true? The, yeah. the hope is... What this, do I have to lose? Hope is something yeah. you pay for, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, even like, that's like the televangelist mm-hmm. is Absolutely. selling you a product, mm-hmm. and it's hope. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what these guys are doing.
2: Now I know if you can't even afford it, just... Call us up. Our operators are standing by to take a small seed donation. And we call it a faith seed of $1,000. And the Lord will pay you back sevenfold. <laughs> Did I tell
1: you about my dad called them drunk? No. <laughs> my dad called the televangelist drunk. And he's like. That's very... They're like, hello, this is the fucking, you know, whatever, whatever, 700 Club. You know, and like he goes. <laughs> my dad's like, will you tell that motherfucker? <laughs> and they go, we'll pray for you. <laughs> will you tell <laughs> that motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> he
2: doesn't even finish. And they will pray for me. Tell- <laughs> That's free.
0: Yeah, you don't have to pay anything. Normally, you got to... pretty a pretty good deal.
1: Fuck, we'll pray for you. Got him
0: again. <laughs> <laughs> free pray. Okay, can I go back to the father thing? Uh, yeah. Um... Were there other options? Was that just like this well, is the best HMO? It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's
2: 1912 Vienna.
0: But it's just like jump out a second story window because you might not die from a second story fall. Oh well, he was invalid, so so would he threw him out.
2: I think he, I think he helped him throw him. Well,
0: out. the strongman, you know, gave him probably good advice yeah. on that one.
2: You're gonna be just. F- <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm just gonna knock your back right back into place.
0: Humiliation. I Can think, you imagine I think, killing you know, I mean, your dad? I mean, he probably didn't have Jesus. enough
2: money for a gun. Right. Uh, rope was at a premium. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> Nylon hadn't had been invented own. yet. Yeah,
2: yeah you got to take the time to make a rope.
0: Oh, so Christ.
2: just, you know, I think when you're... Go that, ahead first. When you're that desperate, you know...
0: That's that? That's just how you do it. Jesus Christ. Oh, well, um, you know, was... You know, in the animal episode, they were talking about how uh, the animal trial episode, people, if you committed suicide... uh you, you could you, be, you could be fined for yeah. it. Your, your family so... It, it, it was maybe toss him out a window and he dies and it looks like an you accident can't or something.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even when you're dead, you all, you can't leave. Yeah,
2: may, make it look like an accident, like the table slipped or something. Right. Yeah, there, there was some fact about the table. I don't know exactly how it was rigged. He up. was
0: moving a big table and yeah, fell out he a window. Fell.
2: Yeah, make it look like an accident. Yeah.
0: Classic table accident. Oh, that's the worst. You
2: know, men are more successful at table (laughs) accidents.
0: But women do it more often.
2: Yeah, but it's a clean table. table set. Uh, In 1912, uh, our our man Harry, Herman, Eric uh, Steinschneider uh, married Herta Samter. Not much is known about her other than that they delivered a stillborn child later that summer and parted ways soon thereafter.
1: (laughs) Well, that'll be all. (laughs) Well, we've done what we can.
2: 1912 was a pretty rough year. Titanic, for, bro. For old Herman. Is that right?
0: That's exactly right. That's, that's exactly
2: mm. right. So, and that was probably, what, May? When was Titanic? April, I April, think. April, yeah. yeah.
0: So not related. <laughs> I used to say. <laughs> um, shortly
2: thereafter, so after after that summer the, of 19th, The
0: baby's still bored. The boat will sink. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's actually a fire on the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <Aaron>. <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> Harry reinvents himself again. Uh... Changes his name, enters again into a profession he has no business being in. Really? Yeah, he becomes a bass singer in a traveling opera company under the name Alloy's Bayerill. <laughs> <laughs> so what he what he did is he showed up to the auditions, the day, the day of the auditions, and he just like sat there and watched and like mouthed the words. He's not a singer. He just mouthed, learned the words or whatever. And then he shows up the next day to when um, they announce who made it. And he just stand he just kinda of waited there and they called out this guy's name, Alloy's Barrel, and the guy didn't show up and so he just stepped forward and said, I'm Alloy's Barrel. <laughs> Yeah, I'm your basso oh, singer. Hey, confidence goes a long way. It's ridiculous. He, bo- they, he gets on a because it's a, it's a, a cruise line to Constantinople where he... he...
1: <laughs> what else could alloys have going on that he doesn't show up? I don't, I don't know. To he, find out the I, thing... he's he stumbled across a corpse that jumped out of him.
0: Yeah. Oh, I better take care of this. The table's still in good shape. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I grabbed that table up there. It's a good table. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, so he boards this cruise line to Constantinople, where he's told by the captain that his performance would be on the fifth and final night of the journey, which would give him like plenty of time to brainstorm why he couldn't do it. Right? He's got five nights to figure out how. Doesn't he want to do it?
0: He can't sing. So, so he gets a solo. He got an advance. Oh. He got even, he's got this
2: money in his pocket now, and so he's like, I have five days to figure out how I'm going to get out of singing this, right? So, like, days go by, and he kind of, like— On a boat. Uh, yeah. So he, like, he wears a scarf around his neck. Like, he's get, his voice is getting hoarse or whatever, right? Maybe he's got oh, a throat—he's yeah. planting the seeds of a throat infection. Um but then a rumor starts to circulate on the ship that there was this like exotic, enigmatic passenger on the ship. And it was an East Indian fakir on on the way on his way to uh, an engagement at the Vienna Apollo theater. And he carried he carried with him a basket that uh, had three poisonous vipers which he fed live mice in, uh-huh. in fuel view of all the passengers. Right, and, you know, that's
0: very exciting. Uh,
2: yes, he's a brown man with snakes feeding them white, sna- white mice. Everything from, we believe is true. Yes, they're all savages.
1: Yeah. Uh, also, if you're a brown man, if you're
0: gonna be around white people, bring some fucking yeah, yeah, snakes. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> show, show them what happens when an animal gets close. Yeah. Trapped on a boat with yeah. you guys, and make sure yeah. you feed yeah. them
2: white mice. Did I, uh,
1: <laughs> did I tell you about the snakes?
2: Yeah, the point. they're so but, a single bite from one snake would mean an instantaneous and horrific
0: death. These are just the snakes you see.
2: Yeah, I don't. Know, I might have more. Hmm. Uh, the captain got wind and demanded that the f- uh, the Indian man disembark the ship as quickly as possible fuck here. Get the fuck out of here with your snakes Yo, the next fuck. stop in Corfu which is in Greece i have been there very beautiful <laughs> <laughs> I'm traveled one, okay. I've been places. I know things okay oh, yeah, yeah,
0: You got a NASA shirt on I believe it.
2: That's right. I've been to space
0: faith man
2: <laughs> I convinced the stripper. I was an astronaut <laughs> once you know really? Hey, oh,
1: t- yes, yes, yes. You want to tell was that there? Die that. that. Was that-
0: <laughs> no, dude.
1: Uh, <laughs> I only for one
2: time. Now. <laughs> now I do it.
0: Two times. <laughs> Can we tell that on the Patreon? Can't yeah, remember. probably. All right. Have we? No. No.
2: no. Maybe. Maybe when we were drunk as no
1: nope. like every night we haven't told we, we haven't done it no like every
2: night uh so harry also noticed other curious passengers on the ship <laughs> Oh, right? yeah. hmm,
1: this guy has
2: one snake in first class there was the count montegazza uh-oh <laughs> who was this italian guy who suggested that he's the italian guy mm-hmm. the, you know lavishly dressed count uh, italian count and he suggested that the the indian man perform his snake charming routine for everybody And the captain was very much against it, of course, the liability of the. No, you fucking idiot. I'm trying to get him. I'm trying to dump him in Greece with his snakes. (laughs) Uh, you know but the, the first ind- class passengers, like, oh, really, want, like, hell yeah, give them. you know, we're paying good money. We're on this boat for five days. Shut up,
1: Captain, you fucking piece <laughs> of shit. Yeah, what do I pay you to drive? <laughs> Not- <laughs> uh,
2: and they wanted to get a taste of the Fakir's um, snake charming show, and the, and the captain was like, fuck, you know, customer. Fine, are, whatever. Fine. Whatever pay- you guys want.
1: Get bit by a snake, go fuck yourselves. Jump I'll, off. I'll throw you off the ship. With the, one of the tables. You're
0: lucky there's no <laughs> icebergs out here. <laughs>
2: Uh, so the um, so the Indian fuck here, he greets the passengers, and he he goes below deck to fetch his basket of snakes. Uh, and then first there's a horrible screech. No. And then high-pitched commands in various languages. And then two frightened sailors emerge from below deck like, Oh, holy shit, the snakes are loose! <sighs> so the Indian pushed through the, the the sailors, and he says to the crowds that the vipers have escaped. All hell breaks loose. <laughs>
0: This is a great movie. Uh, it's, it's
2: snakes on a boat. <laughs> I am tired of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking boat. Captain's going, told you so. I fucking yep. told you. Told you so. so. What do I know? I'm just the fucking yeah. captain. Yeah,
1: how would I know? Yeah, at, and I'll go down with the ship? Uh, I'll y- go down? Yeah. Uh, N- yeah. Uh, You'll go
0: down on me. Uh, <laughs> that's right. In in you a, wanted in a show? In a, in a you humi- got a show. In a,
1: in
2: a humiliating and violently raping <laughs> <laughs> fashion.
0: This boat is going down hard.
2: Uh so all hell break loose and the Italian count is the only one who's remaining calm what and, and an he Italian says the, you know the, that. not to worry the snakes they only they prefer very dark and moist environments and probably had not traveled very far from the basket in the Indian man's quarters uh, so as long as everybody stays above deck and the bright lights and you Fine. stay, you don't move around, Relax. stay quiet, shut up. you've got the nothing to fear. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's a big deal? Just hey. a couple of snakes. They don't climb to stay. So no one was to speak or move. Uh, the count, <laughs> the no count, speak or move. <laughs> and just stay above There's deck, right? So the count asks for a bowl of warm milk and I'll go, oh, we will go down below I'll deck. Try I'll try. I will go down below deck with the Indian. The Indian fakir mm-hmm. and with his flute with his flute
1: and we're gonna coke
2: the snakes back into the basket.
1: Snakes love music,
2: and they love milk oh, and bask. So they go below. They go below deck. Fifteen minutes pass, and like the lights of the port of Corfu are coming up, right? and uh, so <laughs> where, where, where then, have you been? I, which I, I was setting the lights. Uh, he emerges from below deck with the basket, having successfully captured the snake. And the captain demanded they prepare to leave the ship as soon as they dock. But Harry, our good man, Harmon Harry Eric Jan Johansson, Hitler's psychic. Hitler's Jewish psychic, the Nostradamus of the Third Reich, Mm -hmm. demanded that the Indian finish his performance. It just just started. Yeah. The Indian was pissed, accuses Harry of being a fraud. He's like, you're not an opera singer, I can tell.
1: (laughs) Oh my God, that's so amazing. Because he's a fraud.
2: Yeah, exactly. And Harry goes... Yeah, I'm not and you're not a fucking Indian takes
1: one to know one homie yeah, exactly So oh, the guy gonna...
2: draws a fucking knife Larry decks him in the face <laughs> yes! Grabs the harmless snakes and says these are fucking garden snakes. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing poisonous about it's them." bullshit and turns the basket over And it's got all the passengers valuables in it
0: <laughs> That's they go,
2: performance they go nuts
0: now. That's a show
2: they go nuts and he's the fucking hero Whoa. I mean, diamonds, like these are rich people on a cruise to fucking Constantinople. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, You're about but...
1: as fucking Indian as that guy in Short Circuit. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you so they go, How did you figure it out?
2: And he says, I'll explain to you my method of deduction. And now he's, oh, he's, he's sure, been like training his whole fucking life for this, right? Yeah. Like, the performative aspect, the con man aspect. Yeah. Who's he's, this Italian guy? Exactly. He's
0: some fucking bullshit right here. Oh, he's yeah. chilling? He's yeah. fucking bullshit. Dog, he says, don't worry about the snakes.
2: He said that uh, when I first came on the ship and I met the Indian falquier, he exuded a certain smell. <laughs> a strange but familiar smell. And no, it's not Curry John. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He didn't say a fucking thing. He saw it in your eyes. <laughs> I said I had curry earlier today. <laughs>
2: and and he, it was the smell of a type of stage makeup, like a grease paint, that actors and carnies would use to tint their skin darker when yeah, playing. Get the fuck. He's he, really
1: doing the short circuit thing? He is doing
2: the short circuit thing. Did he lick his circuit. finger
1: and rub his face? He,
2: he didn't have to. <laughs> okay. He was out. Uh, they used their, to darken their skin to play Asians or aborigines. And that's <gasps> the, I knew that that, that was uh, of makeup. And I, I later, the other day, I snuck up on him in the shower and I saw him applying the
1: paint. Ooh, and smells I saw, like blackface, and baby. I,
2: and I saw him cover up a tattoo on his pale shoulder in yen shit, uh, Yenish, which is, uh, it's like a gypsy. Right. language
1: so it, it says con man for life <laughs> or something. he said it, it means
2: he con. was probably a gypsy and therefore a con artist uh and then later mm. in the trip a young girl had asked Harry to sign her autograph book thinking that he was uh, alloy alloy's barrel <laughs> i gotta the, get that o- alloy signature the the singer and he noticed <laughs> the that the up. indian man and the count had both signed it and they had like very similar signatures both left-handed uh it, written left handed. Uh huh. And he just thought it was fishy. So he investigated further. Further, uh, sure enough, he stalked the count and he saw that he had the same tattoo on his shoulder <gasps> that he had tried to cover up with no. makeup. As well, and it turns out that they were the Pirelli brothers, a criminal team who to work once worked the Balkan circuit as acrobats, so he recognized them from the circus no. because cards used to be handed out at circuses of the Pirelli brothers, warning other carnival barkers to not hire them <laughs> because they were depraved criminals.
1: Yeah. Yes. Wow.
2: So he, yo,
1: Pirelli brothers for life, I'm getting that tattoo, yeah, bro. Hell bro. yeah. So up? Uh, <laughs>
2: so he also knew from his carny days that snake charming is a is a total hoax. Snakes don't they don't hear music or feel the vibrations. <laughs> The vibration. They follow the motion.
1: Come on, come on. They followed the motion
2: of the flute. He knew it was total bullshit, and he knew that the snakes weren't poisonous. So the crowd was like fucking transfixed by his story, and it was like a combination of Sherlock Holmes and a, like a stage drama, like, you know, playing out it's, before it, it the. It's earth. a mystery. It,
1: it was a mystery theater, right?
2: Yeah. It, it, and, and
0: the most conspicuous people were totally full of shit. Exactly. And what is Sweet Break though? And he's like, well, I can't sing. Uh-huh.
2: They didn't give a shit. The wealthy yeah. passengers crowded around him and just threw money at him. They threw all their w- no, at him. they fucking threw money at him as a token of their gratitude. And uh, that would be his first foray into the lucrative industry of psychic detective work.
1: There's just one more thing. It was just uh, this grease paint. It smells like shit. (laughs) 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 And shit is life. But uh, what life? And I know shit. (laughs) I know a thing or two about shit. Snuck up on you in the shower. I gotta say, it tastes like shit. (laughs) (laughs) Too I didn't know you had a mini snake.
2: Uh, And snakes are bullshit. (laughs) 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 They're not. So
1: I'm probably going to leave it there. That's uh, a really good really good place to pause. I do uh, want to give you a preview. Give me of a of what uh, may preview. happen. Mm. Just things yes. to come. Yeah, to the shaft. I don't want to <laughs> huh? just
2: just some cockneck? Just a, yeah. Uh, some heavage <laughs> uh, the <laughs> the next part of this story may have salacious tabloid newspapers with at home psychic aptitude tests of course. uh sex creams
1: oh god those are the best
2: exorcism of a milkmaid
1: bank
0: robbery. <laughs> uh, robber-
2: <laughs> the transmutation of a goat into a midget <laughs> World War One, cameos
1: from World War. We're just World War I. This one, club in has everything. World War I. Goats, goats turning into midgets. Midgets turning into goats. Exorcism of a milkmaid. Exorcism maid. of a milk <laughs> Sex creams. Uh,
2: cameos from Sigmund Freud, Aleister Crowley, Peter Laurie, Fritz Lang, Hermann Göring, the vampire of Dusseldorf, also known as the king of the sexual perverts, and Adolf Hitler himself.
1: Wow. 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 Man. Stay tuned. He was Holy just like, "How shit. nasty can I get?" Yeah, mm. is there a vampire in
2: Dusseldorf? Fucking fucks with
1: <laughs> the guy. I did. No, no you the did werewolf. the werewolf. Oh, oh, the yeah. werewolf of Hanover. Yeah, the vampire of Dusseldorf was another era yeah. uh, cannibal killer. Yeah, also but covered in the same book, cannibal killers, drinking
2: blood and all that shit. Totally. I mean, I bo- I, I fucking eared that because that's another profile. Yeah, there's some googles. Oh, oh
0: yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Uh, it's amazing. So there was that, that
1: pre, you know, Second World War Germany. <clears throat>
0: Bunch, a bunch
2: of, bunch so mu- of, and so much sex and crazy. That Weimar era Berlin was just
1: fucking <laughs> nasty. raw, dude. Yeah, and like, you
2: know how much I love it raw, mm-hmm. dude. I,
1: you know, I like it raw. Sex, yeah. sex cream. Uh, I, I love that uh, coffee back then too. His,
0: his school, like for the, for, you know, for the biggest, the most important years of his life was con artist mm-hmm. and circus, mm-hmm. and so like the, the, then he left that to then. Do it On his own, do
2: it on his own and expose others. He was kind of like in the middle, it's a know? hero's journey. Well, it, it, it's
0: it's 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 the
1: exact middle ground between um con man uh and journalism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just now here, here's the what if I what if I sold the anti con to the people so they don't get conned? Yes, it's still a product, yes, because there's so much bullshit going on, yes, and uh, you know, people get so cynical about everything, but like you know, basically, if you're in around back then. That was so much a thing. It was the con was on all the time. Mm-hmm. Everybody was very gullible, very stupid. Yeah, I mean, door-to-door salesmen very,
2: were a thing, and they were sn-
1: very <sighs> ignorant. And the minute something's amiss, guys like that would just be like scanning. Mm-hmm. All right, who's who's working what? Oh, who doesn't look shook? Exactly. Like, oh, this isn't real pandemonium. This is yeah. manufactured
0: pandemonium. Yeah, yes,
2: that guy is too cool right now.
0: Yeah, but you know, I, I think for him, maybe he recognized. Um, those guys are doing that. I can't do that. Well, what's what can I do? Well, I can be be the opposite of that. Certainly. The guy who stops those guys because there's always a, there's there's always a place for that. person. and
2: you would almost think that it was possible that they were all in cahoots, right? right? Yeah. But they Dirty weren't. Scandals, he, but, yeah. he, but he but he did. I mean, he did save the day. But I mean,
1: that would have been the better scam, right? If all three of them were mm-hmm. in yeah, on it. Yeah. Because and then they split it's, the money it's, at the, Yeah. It's the oh, yeah, thing yeah. with uh, you know, uh the wire the wire scam where the guys up on the ladder Mhm. And one of the junkies comes up and he's like, he's like, throw it on your wallet. I'm going to fucking rip this ladder out. And he's like, okay, okay. And like one of the, his buddy comes out. He's like, hey, leave that man alone. Fuck off. Yeah. Guy comes down off the ladder, gives him a bunch of money. Yep. And then they split it. Yeah. That's, it's a,
2: that's, you know, very you know, the, the, old the, the, confidence the, trick. The,
1: yeah. But the con is, uh. The hero. Well, the con is the world is a good place. It's right. Because people want to believe that. Because they do. Yeah. You're selling them hope. Yes. Thank you, kind sir. Mm. Take half of the money that this guy was going to steal. Yeah yeah. That's... Man, what did they do with those Pirelli brothers?
2: I think they started making tires. Or...
1: <laughs>
0: did they throw them overboard?
2: Uh, I, mean... I think they kicked them off at Corfu, so they probably went and just fucking butt-fucked in Greece forever. <laughs>
0: like you. <laughs> that's oh
1: <laughs> man. Oof, <laughs> <laughs> my <Man. laughs> Amen. Amen, <laughs> brother. Just one? <laughs> <laughs> Amen? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, like, uh, I'll take the whole lot. I'm uh. <laughs> so stupid. Wasn't that funny? <laughs> that was really good. Yeah. I was... um. Fucking way out of hand. Totally. Like, I mean, the complete fu- insanity. Yeah. One-eyed clown. Fuck you, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, Flip I mean, over so they can read. The fuck what, alley of corpses. Yes. Every morning, mm. funeral procession. Life is shit. Life is life shit. Is shit. Water is cold. You suck. He does life. The fuck. <laughs> I cucked a strong man. The strong man comes back. It I'm in my for life. the ass beating for my lifetime. And he's like, dude, I fucking love you. Your little fucking puberty mustache. <laughs> Couple of you pews. remind me of me when I were you. Uh,
0: we stop, saving people from fires before they happen? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And uh, I mean, the production of, of Rome burning.
0: <laughs> yeah. And
1: out, outing, like, the most wanted criminal, like, by accident. Him, like, in that fucking shed being like, ah, oh, fuck, they found me and they're pissed. And it's like, oh, no, this is just some kid doing something yeah, weird. Did you hear the
0: chorus? What? Crazy.
2: God, so, so, yeah, I think as, as, you, as, as, as we'll get to in the next. The next part of this, like, there's part of me, as I'm reading, him, like he I think he starts to believe his own bullshit a little bit. But how could he not? Because he was so right about a lot of stuff, he eventually was coined as the man who was never wrong. And he made a bunch of predictions about uh the rise of the Third Reich. And really? The, you know, Hitler's rise to power, the Reichstag burning, when Hitler would die, like, yeah, he made a lot of predictions that, that did come true. I
1: mean, so there is some of that stuff where it's just like, you know, without... Whatever you want to call it, it's it, something's going on. There's you know, something going there's on. There's something. I know there's something going on. The uh, you know the thing about the 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 Titan book before the Titanic.
2: Yes, there's a book called The Titan. It was supposed to be unsinkable. Unsinkable
1: ship. And it does. Written two years. Published two years before the Titanic. Yeah,
2: and I, even the dimensions of the ship were very, very, very similar. The places they were
1: going. It was like the yeah. amount of people that died. The number. I mean, like the number of. They had like number of lifeboat similarities. Like yeah. all of this stuff. Somebody and just. And then two de- years
0: later. Definitely Titanic had Titan. a dream or something. Yep. Well, you know, they knew enough to say this could happen. But I mean, it's, it's such a.
1: Such a specific. Well, I mean, I guess the guy, you know, whoever wrote
0: that book had a lot of knowledge of boats. Or sure, got...
2: yeah, I mean, you know, uh, how, I mean, uh, you could probably pick a John Grisham novel and find some very, very similar sure. happenstances to whatever happened To in my life. own life. Uh, exactly. Yes, well, you are, exa- I'm Jack Ryan. You're, you're, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Amazon on Prime, now, starring uh, the guy from The Office, John Grisham. Kaczynski. Yeah. Grisham.
0: Fuck him, Grisham. But I think with, like, with the confidence, at some point, he has to, you know, how, how are you it, gonna have? How are you gonna comp, trick somebody? There's, you can't be a confidence man if you don't believe yourself. Exactly. Exactly. So at some point, it's going to be a self fulfilling thing, yeah. and at some point you're gonna believe it because the moment you don't, you're not a confidence man. Exactly. Not only that,
1: I think the moment you don't, you're sooner caught. Yes. Yeah. You know, um, if you see, you can read tells. You know, people. I, I know people that are bad liars, yeah. like really mm-hmm. fucking bad liars. <laughs> yeah. And I want to tell them because they lie so much. I'm like, I'm not going to tell you how bad you are so people can know you're a a liar. Yeah. I don't want to give away that you're tell. But I'm like, do you know that your eyes like shift to the side while you're lying? Like, this is the worst performance I've ever seen in my life. You're terrible at this. Yes. If you're going to do this, if you're going to be be a scumbag, you fucking idiot. Well, if you're going to be a scumbag, get good. good. Yes. You know, like, and, you know, I think. Good advice, John. (laughs) (laughs) If you're going to be a scumbag, get good. (laughs) Listen, if you're a good scumbag, hey. we're probably going to talk about you on the show. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm just investing. You want to get the free time? You know, <laughs> we're running out of topics. You know, but like, you know, it's just like you, you, you believing in it. Is gonna help you a lot, absolutely, because you're not gonna have tells. Yeah. Because you're living it. Somebody's gonna be like, you're oh, you're blah, 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 blah. blah. This right. thing you came true. If you go really, then yeah. you're gonna be like, oh, you're totally full of shit. Yeah. But if you're like, yeah, duh, idiot, I said it. Hi, mm-hmm. I'm the prophet of the Third Reich. I'm fucking Hitler's Nostradamus, <laughs> Bra <laughs>
2: They don't. Not exactly a lightweight.
1: <laughs> I'm Jewish, <laughs> and I'm, he sucks my
2: circumcised <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Do you know how good you have to be to be a Jew next to Hitler and he doesn't even
1: care, dude? I mean, it's a good story and there's more to come. I can't with, wait. Uh, that that first half is amazing. That's Great so stuff. good. Aaron, brilliant job. Thank I absolutely so adored that. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm going to call it there. Let's call it there. Say goodnight, uh, My name is John Feigh. Auf
2: Wiedersehen. My name is Aaron Peter.
1: Membrzo. <laughs> <laughs> so. Good night, everybody. We love you. Good night.